Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, your topic today, no one's coming. I feel like often my topics sound like some depressed Russian drinking <laughs> vodka alone in the, in the Trans-Siberian Express or something. But what I mean here, I actually heard this line in a, in a bit of a trashy show from Netflix that, that Nicola made me watch with her one time. When I say made me watch, I actually sort of secretly enjoyed it a fair <laughs> bit. But there uh, a woman and her husband in this in this show, and she'd started her own business. And what I thought was, she'd often be talking to her husband in this TV show about something that you know is happening at work or some issue she's having with staff. And and what the husband always said to her was, "No one's coming." And I'm now taking it run with it because what he means is, you're in charge here. You're the boss. No one's coming to save the day. This isn't a situation where you've got some manager or boss or god or parent or, or some unknown deity who's going to come and save the day or tell you what you should do and I, I now use it all the time with Nicola about about her own business and I think this is an important thing for people to think about with their with their retirement planning is that what I mean by that is that if you're 25 years old you're going to get 12 percent super contributions all your life you're probably going to be fine if you're 75 years old, you you got Centrelink or you're getting Centrelink and, you know, you're probably going to be fine. The government's kind of responsible for you. You're probably going to be fine. If you're 55, no one's coming to save you. The, the government is not going to come and save you. Um, there's no – your employer is not going to come and save you. There's no real defined benefit plans anymore. There's, you are wholly and solely responsible for your, your retirement outcomes. And obviously there are a lot of things that – are out of your control. But what I find or what I think is really key here is that the only way that you can actually make a proactive change to to what your retirement looks like is to first start with the mindset that you are in control of that and that it's not up to someone else to come and save the day. It's not up to the government to, to do anything for you. Uh, it's not up to, you know, your kids to help you in your retirement. It's not up to your parents to pass away and leave you a heap of money. It's completely up to you and your outcomes are in your control. Yeah, look, it's a, a point that we've made in the past is that it's that it's that little spot between 55 and 60, possibly even a little bit older. But in, in that spot, you didn't get superannuation until you were exactly. at least 25, maybe 30 yep. when superannuation became compulsory. Um uh, so yeah, the the generation above you, yeah, they they've 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 been taken care of with the age pension. Yeah. Uh, the generation, the generations below you, yeah. they've have have had superannuation yeah. since yeah. they were sixteen. Yep. And working at McDonald's or wherever they were working. <laughs> um, yeah. So so they've got a long time in the superannuation system. It's that it's that spot there that that. Um, uh, is just in the middle there, and 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 you're in the self, you're in the self-funded retiree generation without having yep. no one's come had the benefit yes 
of having compulsory superannuation. And that, that's, I think, the, the key. The whole you're working that, life. That's really what I want to leave people with today is that point that the problem is no one, no one came and tapped you on the shoulder and said, hey, there's this new thing called superannuation that, that you've had, yeah, you've had it and you've sort of known that it's in the background, but, you know, no one came and tapped you on the shoulder 30 years ago and said, hey, we're getting rid of age pension. This is what you're mm. going to live on and you need to get this right and you need to be growing that. No one did that 20 years ago. You, you sort of looked at your parents and went, okay, well, they're retiring now and yeah, they've got a bit of money in the bank and they're going to live on the age pension and they'll be fine. And now what you're probably reading about is, oh, yeah, super contributions and you look at how much is going into your super um, for yourself and for your kids and you think, oh, there's a lot of money going into super. But the problem is no one has said to you to this point, you need to, re- you need to basically be self-funded the majority of your of your income needs to come from your from your own retirement savings and that you're responsible for growing that on your own. No one's tapped on the shoulder and said that 10 years ago. No one did it 20 years ago. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm tapping people on the shoulder and saying, unfortunately, we can have an argument about whether you've paid taxes all your life, you should be entitled to more age pension, you should we can have the argument about whether your employer 30 years ago should have been paying super on your behalf. The reality is people who are 55 right now you are where you are right now no one's coming to save the day for you you need to be responsible for for growing your retirement savings the good news is you can do it <laughs> so you, you always come in and wreck my really depressing Sorry. podcast with a message of uh, no that's exactly I think, right i think i think you i think you were depressing for enough <laughs> Ellen, five minutes he's been depressing for five five minutes no, I th- that's, podcast. that's exactly right is that that is the the point is that I'm going to use an analogy here. Is it Roger Federer? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is an everyday analogy. Anyone that's listening now that is 55, I'm guessing at some stage in recent years you've been talked into doing a boot camp or you've gone, <laughs> you've, you've, you've worked out with a trainer or yeah. you've joined a fitness group or whatever. Doing, you started doing something, yeah, for you. So health, yeah. at the start of that, if you take a boot camp, for example, if you did a you know, an eight-week boot camp or a 12-week challenge, at the end of that 12-week challenge, the stuff that you can do in terms of push-ups and squats and runs and all those things, if you thought that you – if someone told you you'd be doing that at 12 weeks beforehand or if you tried to do that 12 weeks beforehand, it would have just seemed like an impossible task. Yeah. Um, But what you did, you started and you turned up and you started and you turned up like like us 10 years of your working life is, is, is no different to a 12-week challenge. Yeah. It's about turning up yes. and starting, making a start. Now, um, the stuff that you can do 10 years later is 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 akin to the you – know, at the start of that 12-week challenge, you couldn't do a push-up. Yeah. At the end of it, you're doing 15, 20 push-ups and you're doing a bridge and then someone's – putting yeah. weights on your back and you're holding the <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah all yes. that sort of stuff yeah. like physical conditioning of the body is is amazing yeah now and you're doing it easy as well so so where i'm getting at people come in to see us and we take exorbitant amounts of money off them per fortnight and we put it into their superannuation fund i want to be clear on that <laughs> i was I'm glad you elaborated more because i was about to so we, we finely tune people 
the way that a personal trainer finally tunes people. I'm taking over your podcast. No, now, no, so, that's, that's a, um, it just this just this just came to me because yeah. I think what I think the danger is that 55 people are thinking it's it's insurmountable. It's yes. just it's just too hard. Um, yeah, it, it's been I've been in the industry. I've been in the workforce for 35 years. Um, uh, I've only got 10 to go. What can I do in those 10 years? You can you can do remarkable things. You can do remarkable things with focus and with the tutelage of a um, a professional. I think and someone and, and 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 someone holding you accountable. Yeah. So I think that's those are that's a, a um, like you say an uplifting part of what I'm saying there. But but I find that those are the things that at 55 most people tend to, I guess they overestimate the situation that they will be in automatically. So most people tend to go, oh, well, if I needed to be doing more, someone would have told me by now or, mm. it, you know, the government will be responsible <coughs> for making sure i got enough money in retirement. So we overestimate the situation that we're going to be in in and of itself mm. and we underestimate the difference that we can make over that next 10 years. Mm. So, And that's kind of the, the dangerous point there is that you first have to start with the view that, number one, I, I do need to change or, or that I do need to do something. I need to take responsibility for that. That's that's the first point there is that if you think that it's not your responsibility or that someone else will be in charge of that or something like that, you're just not going to do anything, obviously, because it's mm. it's kind of in the same way that people who think that your physical um, condition is due to purely genetics and that exercise doesn't have any bearing or whatever people think in, in those situations – no wonder they don't go and exercise because it's unpleasant and it's not going to make any difference anyway. Yeah. So the first thing you need to do is, is know that I, I am in control of that, I can control this and I can make a change. And, and then once you do make that choice, once you decide to take responsibility for that, you will be amazed at the difference that you can make over that 10 years of your working life, you know, it, it, five it, years or whatever that figure is for you. That's, I think, the point you're making there is that y- you can't even fathom the the changes that you can make over the rest of your work. You, you can't, um, and you can't fathom when we say to someone we're going to take fifteen hundred dollars a fortnight off you, for example, as a couple, um, uh, which isn't inconceivable, yeah. and and we're going to put that into your superannuation fund, but we're going to do it strategically, and we're going to be able to claim it as a tax deduction for most of it for yourself and and your partner. And um, yeah, at the end of the financial year, you're going to get back ten grand. That's your holiday money. Uh, yeah, when that's all fine tuned, people find they can do that standing on their head yeah. because they're fit. Yeah, twelve weeks yeah, ago, yeah, they couldn't have done it. They yeah. couldn't have done it. Now, um, it doesn't take you the full twelve weeks to get fit. You get fitter as each week as you go. And, um, and, and to do twenty push-ups, you're twelve weeks into a twelve-week challenge compared to doing one push-up. You're doing it easy. Yeah. You're doing your runs easy. You're doing all those types of things. You never would have dreamed that, and that's it. And, and that's and that's the way it is. Now get to retirement, and and you're doing that easy as well. So whilst there's people that are trying to scrimp and save every dollar because they haven't done the hard work that you've done and they haven't concentrated it, and you're at retirement now and and yeah they don't have any choices. You're doing that stuff. So much it. easier yes. at that point in time yep. because you've 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 trained hard and you've won easy. Yeah, and that's that's exactly right. And that's I think the the, the key point uh, for me is that you have to you have to approach it with that mindset that I'm there is work that I need to do, or is there I, I need to take control of this, but 
but if I do that, I will be I will be in the position that I need to be in, and and that's uh, one of the things that got me thinking about this was that um, I've got actually some clients, uh, new clients just recently that had a listing advisor, and uh, it, it's a it's a bit of a I guess a warning for a lot of people is that these guys had an advisor they've had for about four years, um, so they're fifty four now. They went and met with this advisor and they're fifty, and in their mind they went. I've got an advisor. He's responsible for for my long term future. Mm. You know, I can kind of rely on the fact that he's 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 going to tell me to do what I need to do, and he's going to make it all happen. And and they now re- they realised after only four years that this this bike, he's not taking the, the level of control that 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 they thought he was now. Where these guys have done a really good job is that they're taking control of it now at 54, rather than waiting to 65 and then saying, "Oh well, we we had this financial advisor and we thought that he was in charge of it all, and uh, you know, it's not our fault; it, it's it's his fault, kind of thing." What I really respect and admire about these guys is that they've taken control of this now at 54, and they're going, "Look, we're in charge of our own retirement. This bloke isn't doing; he isn't he isn't going to get us in the position that we need to be in. Mm. Um, we know now that." He's he's not he doesn't see that as his role. So they've come and talked to me, and we're coming up with a plan for right over the next eight ten years. How do we get where you need to be? Now, that's obviously as we've talked about before. That's a consultative, collaborative approach. But they are going to be in a fantastic position in ten years' time now because they've taken that control. Now they've taken that ownership of that decision. So just because you've got an advisor or you you're doing something or or I, I see this a lot where people go, I'm, I'm putting 100 bucks a week into super or something like that. So, you know, I'm doing what I need to. You really need to sit down and work out, if you're 55, you need to work out what position am I actually going to be in at age 65 or at age 60 or whatever position I want to be in or what age I want to be in. Now, you, no one will ever care more than you about that. So you cannot, you cannot just assume that either the government's responsible or your existing advisor is responsible for that or that your husband or your wife or your kids or your parents or anyone else is responsible. No one else no one else knows the position you're going to be in and no one else cares. It's completely up to you to take control of that. And that's why I say no one's coming. <laughs> Let's wrap up. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.